KO Radio Pictures presents the Tyler and Matthew Radio Program. And we're back, folks. Why, yes we are, Tyler. Welcome to the Tyler and Matthew Show, featuring Orville and Wilbur. Sponsored by Lucky Strike Cigarettes, Casper's Genuine Steel Spring Mattress Emporium, and Dr. Blue Chewington's Anti-Impotence Tonic. Now it's no need to fear about our well-being or yours. We're not a couple of grifters that have snuck into your radio that are now stuck. No way! This is a state-of-the-art 1918 amplitude modulation radio br- So don't be a dumb Dora trying to crack open your radio machine looking for the award-winning Tyler and Matthew. You'll find only wires and disappointment in there. But you know where you won't find disappointment, Tyler? Where's that? At the cinema. I saw a delightful film the other day of workers leaving a factory. Oh, how riveting. It must have felt like you had just clocked out with them. That it did. It was a much better moving picture than that train one. We already have enough to worry about, and Mr. Edison thought a train coming into the crowd was a good idea. I thought I was about to be bumped off by a locomotive, I tell you. Well, it's better than being bumped off by that pesky Spanish flu. I heard it only kills communists. But, in case it doesn't, here are some Tyler and Matthew tips on staying tip-top. For starters, make sure you wash your hands at least three times a week for 20-second intervals. Oh, now we're supposed to count while we wash our hands? No. You can play a catchy Scott Joplin tune while you wash those peaches. But Matthew, I'll need three hands so I can crank the old phonograph. Well, it's better than the big sleep. And speaking of the big sleep, We here at the Tyler and Matthew Show would like to pay homage to the dead and gone with a brief in memoriam. Strap in, folks. Mark Sykes. Harold Lockwood. Horace Elgin Dodge. John Francis Dodge. Lord Edward Cecil. Hamby Shaw. Joanna Low. Jesse Lewison. Admiral Dot. Anna Teresa Heron. John Hames Gahan. It's just a real shame. And to think the Spanish flu came from some communists who ate the literal pages of Das Kapital. It truly is a shame Karl Marx would do this to the world. But you know what isn't a shame and won't kill you, Tyler? What's that? Our sponsor, Lucky Strike Cigarettes. Say, Tyler, would you like a cigarette? I don't smoke. It's 1918. Everybody smokes. Oh, uh, you're right. Give me one. Certainly. I'll even light it for you. 
that's quite the flavor sensation. It is, isn't it? Let the smoothness of the Carolina tobacco do the Charleston across your taste buds, and let the smoke open your lungs and enhance your respiration. <coughs> I, I, I feel amazing. As you should. Nine out of ten doctors agree that Lucky Strike cigarettes are the best tasting, <coughs> and best for you, cigarettes on the market. Uh, but what about that last doctor? He's a moron. You wouldn't want to be a moron, would you? Why, it's my greatest fear. Then be sure to smoke Lucky Strike cigarettes. Here's some good news for our radio audience. World War I has just ended. Is that so? And, and who won? The American way of life. Our sheer number of freedoms was too much for any foe. They collapsed from complete embarrassment. Well, that's just swell to hear, Matthew. Thank goodness there will only be one of those, and the world will know true peace now. That's great for the world, but if we were truly lucky, we would get peace from those Irish coming to America. We all know they're just here because their potatoes stopped working. Oh, do I know it? The only things they're good at is having babies and sustaining famines. And being a complete dewdropper. <laughs> Indeed. You know who's a dewdropper now? The man who crashed that subway train in Brooklyn. He was going five times the speed limit, which I can only assume is the speed of God himself. How fast was he supposed to be going? Six miles per hour. What an absolute lunatic. Hopefully no one died. Not too many. Ninety-three. That sure is a lot. It must have been one Irish family. <laughs> Rather large family. Oh, yeah, no, I see what you did there. Double digits. It's a classic Irish family. Well, you know what you might need, Matthew, if you want an Irish-sized family? What's that, Tyler? Our second sponsor. We have another sponsor? Indeed we do. Say, Matthew, do you have a difficult time pleasing your dame sexually? Why, that's an awfully personal question to ask on the radio, but indeed I do. Well, then you need to reach for the nearest bottle of Dr. Blue Chewington's anti-impotence tonic. But, Tyler. Yes? There are so many anti-impotence products on the market. Smith Lee & Sons Rod Cream and Emperor Wang's Far East Boner Just, just to name a few. Why should I trust Dr. Blue Chewington's anti-impotence tonic? Because Dr. Blue Chewington's anti-impotence tonic is scientifically engineered to cure your impotency woes. Well, I, I sort of assumed that. Well, okay, look at these ingredients. Hydroglycosaline, high fructose corn syrup, and asbestos for that subtle zing you need on the tongue. Hmm, sounds delicious. Of course. Be sure to stop by your local apothecary and pick up a big bottle of Dr. Blue Chewington's anti-impotence tonic. That way, everyone who works here will know that you struggle with impotence. The owner of my local apothecary is certainly aware of my issues. But I'm sure he'd love a reminder. Go purchase some Dr. Blue Chewington's anti-impotence tonic today. It'll make your babe think you're a real cake eater. It's 1918, so that's a good thing. <laughs> it sure is, Matthew. It sure is. <laughs> Now it's time for our biannual weather update. 
I think we have Wilhelm Jordan on the telephone. Jordan, can you hear us? Tyler, Matthew, I can hear you loud and clear up in the RC Cola hot weather balloon. And I would just like to give a special message to my father, George, who said I would never amount to anything. Now look where I am, father. Look where I am. Yes, high above the terrain in the RC Cola weather balloon. Congratulations. That's just wonderful, Jordan. So, so do you mind giving us a weather update from your state-of-the-art weather hot air balloon? Sure thing, Tyler. Well, over George's house, my father, there seems to be some rainy clouds. Yeah, it's not looking good. There's a thunderstorm with a 100% chance of success. Success done by his oldest son, Wilhelm Jordan III. No matter what he said about taking rigorous academics and that I would never excel in the art of hot air weather sponsored ballooning, he'd be wrong. He'd be wrong. He'd be dead wrong. Wow. Powerful, Jordan. Uh, now, now, are, are, are you up there alone piloting the RC Cola hot air balloon? I am not alone, actually. I thought I should have a companion. So I saw this... I'll call him a, a baby for all intents and purposes. I saw this baby just um, at the, the daycare center right before I bicycled over to uh, the field where I would go on this hot air balloon sponsored generously by RC Cola. And I saw this, I saw this again, for all intents and purposes, a baby. I saw this baby there and I thought, I could mold this baby who, whose diaper, I mean, of course, I'm saying diaper if this was a baby, uh, whose diaper said the words Lindbergh on it. And I thought, I can make this Lindbergh baby my own. I can mold him to what I want to become, what I want him to become, of course. Not what I want to accomplish my future dreams that I failed to accomplish. Um, so the answer to your question is yes, there is a baby on board this uh, air balloon with me. Well, one thing's for certain, flying must be in its blood, seeing as it has stone away inside the basket of the RC Cola uh, hot air weather balloon. It will be flying in his blood because I will not allow it to be anything else. Nothing, Nothing else. Well, all right then. We do appreciate you doing God's work, Jordan. All the best. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Tyler. And uh, a ba baby? What do you say, baby? He also says thank you very much. Vote Taft. Well, you heard it here first, folks. That's your weather. And before we leave you with our final topic of the day, one final word from our sponsor, Casper's Genuine Steel Spring Mattress Emporium. Let me ask you, Tyler, what do you sleep on? I, I don't sleep. Well, all right then, but, but say you did. What would you sleep on? Uh, the mattress, probably. Precisely. And that's where Casper's Genuine Steel Spring Mattress Emporium comes in. Located conveniently in the heart of downtown Schenectady, just a stone's throw away from the Catskill Mountains, a place that will soon be popular, mark my words. So wait, they sell beds? They do. The finest beds this side of the Mississippi. 
There are some better mattresses on the other side of the Mississippi, and they're quite hard to compete with. But that sure hasn't stopped Casper's Genuine Steel Spring Mattress Emporium. But, but wait, what if I don't want to crank stop my Model A and drive it all the way to the heart of downtown Schenectady? Well, you're in luck. Casper's Genuine Steel Spring Mattress Emporium will send you two mattresses for the price of one. They'll get to your door in the blink of an eye. But why should I need two mattresses? Well, one for you and one for your wife, of course. You're not a homosexual, are you? I, I, I don't believe so, sir. Order by telegram or visit Casper's Genuine Steel Spring Mattress Emporium to order your Genuine Steel Spring Mattresses today. So, Tyler, I, I hear that for the last two years they've been playing around with this fad called Daylight Savings Time. Daylight savings tomfoolery, more like it. <laughs> Indeed. But that's right. I, I haven't gotten the foggiest what it is. I've, I've been late, and I've been early for things for the last two years. You know, my son has been early for school for half of the last two years. Truly mysterious, which is why we sent our apprentice, Nicholas Giuseppe Leonardo George Raffia Luigi Rigatoni Di Lorenzantini, or Nicholas for short, to investigate. Or a grease ball, as we call them around these parts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, the Italians are a smart, albeit greasy people. So, Nicholas, what have you found for us? Well, fellas, first off, thanks for having that me. App, that, 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 that apparatus in front of you, it's a, it's a microphone, Nicholas. It's in your best interest to actually speak into it. Oh, my mistake. Well, fellas, first off, thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. I did some digging and gathered that Daylight Savings Time, or DST... Wait, uh, Douglas Sleeper Transports? No, no, daylight savings time. I just said it. Oh, yeah, but of course, please, con continue. So it means we turn the clocks ahead by one hour. Y you mean that we go to the future? <laughs> That's very Jules Vernian. So time is slowing down. Oh, yes, savings. It all makes sense. Although, I don't know that my pocket watch can handle these sorts of adjustments. Yeah, you just need to buy a slower clock, Matthew. Uh, it's not that time slowing, we just adjust the clocks to maximize the workday for the farmers. The farmers? Yes, they grow our food. Uh, maybe they should grow faster crops. Oh, yes, parsnips perhaps. Why, that's a speedy vegetable. Indubitably, but that's beside the point. The farmer just wants more daylight. Those are the farmers for you, always wanting more. Well, in the fall, we'll just reverse everything. So we go back in time. Well, if we're going back in time, I'd love to see ancient Egypt. I mean, it all just seems so anti-God. Nicholas, Nicholas, are you one of those uh, Jewish atheists? I'm not the one controlling the time. Oh, that's, that's right. The farmers are. Are they Jewish atheists? No, they just appreciate more time for their crops. Well, I'd appreciate an apprentice with some clarity. <laughs> I think I've been quite clear. That's been quite enough, Nicholas. I, I'd rather not lose an hour to this... Sloppy reporting. And I think it's best if you blow on out of here. Well, I feel like that's a bit unfair. Well, I feel like someone should slap the bracelets on you for being such a bore with these explanations. Well, that's off base and off color. I did all this research for no scratch just to have you talk to me like a couple of goons. A couple of goons? How dare you? No personal advertisements today. Why, we're ending the show right here. 
I should finger you two to the coppers for fraud on all accounts. You should find Austin Wells to terrorize with your boring explanations. You know, some appreciation toward the very hosts of this program are in order, Nicholas. You should terrorize your mother with your boring radio broadcast. Oh. You keep my mother's name out of your mouth. How dare you, sir? How dare you? I bid you good day. I will not. Well, I bid you good day as, as I well. I bid either of you good day. I bid you good day. I bid you a better day. My stance stays the same, neither of you. You have the best of days. Neither one gets a good day from me. I hope you have neither a good day nor a great day. You are the opposite of the cat's pajamas. A cat, a cat that is pajamaless. No one calls me a bottomless cat. You are a dog suit. A dog suit, sir. You're a dog suit, sir. If bees did in fact have knees, you would not be them. I hope Al, Al Capone finds you in the streets.